Is this mic turned on? Wax poetic. Hi, kids. I'm a dinosaur hunter BMX rider. All the little girls dream of one day biting into a corn dog and smiling at the camera. If I ran the web, you could email dead people. Wax poetic. And I don't give a moment's focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. In the terrarium is herpes. Herpes is a hermit crab. Just say no to family values. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what if I write a poem like a song? Good afternoon and welcome to Wax Poetic. I'm one of your co-hosts today, Pamela Bentley. And I'm R.C. Weslowski. Welcome back, Pam. Thank you. Been on your travels. Yeah, I just went down to Texas to see my dad and my daughter duties. You know. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a guest in studio today, Nasra mm-hmm. Adam. Hi. Hey, hi, hi. So nice to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. So are you handling the wetness all right? It's The wetness is fine, to be honest. It's just the gloom, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's uh, just permanently gray. How low yeah. the clouds are. Yeah, 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 but the air is fresh. I appreciate that. Great. Yeah. Um, so you're our guest today, so we're going to have you start uh, the show off with the poem. Yay. All right. I am a new brand of shiny. The sun looks up and catches my glint. <laughs> Wonders how I got so high, how slick I was in passing him wonders, how I haven't burnt all the way up already. <laughs> As if I haven't. As if it wasn't the first scorch that birthed all this. As if the answer to the question, how much water can a black girl even hold, isn't swimming in the hollows of my cheeks. As if I wasn't born an already cosmic conundrum. As if the stars aren't strung up by a sky of kinky coil. I detangle myself fingernails the pick of the century blood an all-penetrating oil i am a new brand of breath a wind that nips at your ankles and sings and moves a field of dandelions into wish and dream if there's any question as to who i am let the answer fall from the sky or be the sky itself well, given what we just said about the rain before we, how much uh, how much rain can a black girl <laughs> and oh, looking up at the sky? Know. So the answer is not the gloom, right? That's no. not who you are. It's not. No, it's not who I no. am. But the sky changes all the time. It does, and so do I. But man, it just mm. like goes in, and I'm just so. It's so. I'm, it's such a strong relationship. I'm so affected by it. By the weather. By the weather. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. And until I started to realize that that's what was happening, I was always like, "Why yeah. don't I have any grip on anything?" Um, is it emotional and physical, or it's both? Yeah, yeah it's definitely both. And the, and the emotions into the physical, like it all, it's all connected. So, I and I didn't realize. I always forget that Alberta gets as much, like, the most sun out of, like, anybody. <laughs> and I don't realize how much I how much I need to be, like, just giving gratitude for that. Because <laughs> mm, be it's cold. It's cold. But we get sun. 
It's strange. Big prairie sky. Yep. Yeah. I love that way that poem ends. Like, what mm. the, the sky is. Can you say it again? Because I can't oh. remember, but I love it. If there's any question as to who I am, let the answer fall from the sky or be the sky itself. Yeah, be the sky itself. I think yeah. that's just so gorgeous to me. I think. Yeah, it yeah. is. Thank, you. Thank it is. you. I love the big sky, too. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up part of my childhood, most of my childhood from 8 to 22. Uh, in Calgary, and oh. um, I I have to leave the coast. Yeah, and go. And when I get to that sky and it opens up, I'm just like, oh yeah, yep. yeah. And yep. I lived in New Mexico for that reason. Oh, amazing, three hundred days of sunlight a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it gets cold in the winter, but it's still in New Mexico. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. a lot it's of the wonderful. conversation has been a lot of a lot of my African friends have been like, yo, listen. So, like, I'm just not built. Like, it's just not what's supposed to happen scientifically yeah. this is not what this adaptation is about all right and they're just like yeah, the rain the cloud no, yeah no <laughs> wow well so yeah you were featuring at the poetry slam not the other day but last week last week yep. um and then you're still here you went away and came back what's I went going away on and came back i just you know i don't sit still i had yeah. to um i had a a full day of workshops in okay. Edmonton. It was a really awesome high school youth symposium situation. Um, I just did, we did five workshops in a row uh, with like over 100 kids and it was amazing. But I, I literally just did like a self-care meditation stretch workshop because I was like, nope, I've been on a plane in two, like two planes in two days. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, so we did that. But then I came back and I did a show um, at SFU with students for humanity, um, which uh, it was a celebration for women's voices, and oh, okay. that was a it's a cool showcase. Some um, a lot of uh, Indian women and me <laughs> doing talking about our experiences. So it was that was cool. So I'm I just decided to stay, and Angela Davis is here yeah, today. Tonight. So I'm gonna do that. I'm going to that yep, tonight. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me just stay <laughs> until the thirtieth. So what was the symposium then? What are you What are you discussing? Are you is it a Q and A? Are you just presenting something or um for the for the youth one no the, the one at sfu one. oh so the sfu one it was like a showcase um there were poets there were uh uh authors um and yeah we were basically given just like eight minutes okay. um and i did some poems and i sang a thing um and and uh and so that was good they gave me a little bit more than eight minutes <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but um it was kind of a mix of some people are storytelling some people are presenting on things so, yeah, it was great, though. Nice. Yeah. Now, you just finished being the Youth Poet Laureate yeah, yeah. in September, <laughs> and they've got true. a new one, and you went back to do this Youth Symposium. Were you yes. doing it, like, with that person, or were you dovetailing? Or? So, I actually, that was the first time um, I had, like, officially met the the Youth Poet Laureate. They didn't do a, um, a reveal yet, so... Uh, so we didn't do we didn't do it together um, by any means, but they came in, they sat in. It's on Grayson Thate. Grayson, right? yes, yes, um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant human. Um, but we haven't started working together yet. But we gon'. <laughs> I said when I come back, <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation, many conversations. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, what was that like? Because you were only what the second youth. The second, poet yeah. It's so, a fairly new program, so right? So fresh. Yep. So fresh. <laughs> it was great. It was. Um, it gave me, oh my gosh, it just put me in rooms and in front of people that I wouldn't have otherwise. It gave me the kind of, um, the, the stamp of approval to go into schools, right? Yeah. That was like, I, um, you know, I did a diploma, <laughs> a musical theater diploma, and um, that's what I was rocking with, but it definitely gave me some leverage. Um, and 
I was able to um, work a lot with young people and that it taught me a lot about mm. what then because I was kind of you know it's it was interesting because it was like you're doing great you're you're a great poet we you know you have a lot to share this and that um you kind of you want to do workshops like like and I had no idea what that was and so um I then had to like go into and do like internal stuff to think about yo what is it that actually works like what is it that people are connecting with that I do um and, and that how can I teach others and how can yeah and what can I teach and then how do you teach what yeah. people go to school for this um so so I just kind of had to like rely a lot on this trial and error and um and just kicking it like I just built relationships with with folks and it um gave me a lot uh it looked really shiny too you know my little my little CV was a nice thing to to be like people who wouldn't have otherwise given me the space or the microphone yeah. um, kind of had to because the mayor said <laughs> so, um, and um, and connections you know to the mayor and different now I'm like I feel like I'm able to bring my concerns and my dreams and my things forward to somebody um, who I never would have uh, had access to otherwise mm -hmm. and then I can act as an avenue for my communities to come through mm -hmm. and, and have access and have a platform um that uh, you know, people really listen to. So it's cool that they've got a youth poet lord. They've got that in Victoria too, but I don't yeah. think they have that here yet. No, there, there's only two. Yeah, and at, at one point, Ambernice Thomas, who's my girl, who is Vic, the last Victoria um, youth poet laureate, we, we were two black girls who are the youth poet laureates in Canada, and that was we were like, ah, we should have done like a thing together while, while we were doing it. But um, I think we're gonna work together eventually. But yeah, it's super wild to me that there are only two well and they do it with the edmonton poetry festival, festival. yeah so maybe that's the way to do it i mean mm -hmm. hook it up with some festival and just get a youth, uh, i mean i don't know some festival <laughs> so just one that has a lot of youth poets that <laughs> maybe rc knows about maybe yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's something we should just put in our back pockets maybe. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think minds. the conversation is definitely picking up in a lot more cities now. I know Toronto's talking about it, and yeah. and it's just like that. It just makes the most sense, really. Um, and then, then when we can build relationships with the youth poet laureate and the poet laureate and see what those, you know, what they, those two generations can offer mm -hmm. the wider community, mm -hmm. it's like there's so much magic that's possible. Well, they're doing something different this year at uh, um, for the Vancouver one. They've just opened right. it up, if anybody's listening and they know about this, for the Poet Laureate applications, yeah. and it's going to be an Indigenous yes. poet. And spoken word is going to be uh, available mm -hmm. to that position mm -hmm. for the first time in Vancouver. We haven't what? They haven't allowed spoken word before as a Poet no. Laureate. Woo! So there's two things <laughs> going on there. So if you are from the uh, Squamish, Musqueam, or Tsleil-Tooth Nations, you should get on this because uh, it's a smaller pool mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's what they're looking for this brilliant, year brilliant. As, uh, as, um, and it can be spoken word or page Brilliant. Is it only those three nations, like not Kwantlen or anything? Or? No, I think those are the three that are mentioned, but I probably if you're Kwantlen and that's the, the greater Vancouver area, mm -hmm. I would apply if I were yeah. in that mm -hmm. position. Why yeah. Not? Yeah, because who brilliant. knows who else is going to apply? Somebody exactly. else might not. But I know they're also going to help people who um, who 
are not sure how to apply, mm. they can actually talk to the city and they'll help them apply so that yep. that also becomes an accessibility thing, That's right? So it's like you don't self-select by, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So just call them yeah, up. Yeah. If you're listening and you're one of those people, call them up. That's brilliant. All right. Let's uh, get another poem from yeah, you. Yeah, right. I will do that. So this poem, um, I guess, like along the lines of what uh, talking about in terms of um, accessibility and making sure that our spaces are for um, are able to hold who needs <laughs> for those who need it. Um, this poem I wrote as a Canada One Fifty piece and it was the only one that I um, the only way I kind of felt comfortable about writing about Canada One Fifty. <laughs> Some mornings, I do not check Facebook, do not frequent the hollow skulls of tiny men, or almost fall into some pool of red gone stale. Do not entertain the hungering opinions on some ancient lie that doesn't need me to survive anymore anyways. Some mornings, I think about the land and her people instead. Quiet the colonial hum around me, and give thanks she kept the doors open. Give thanks for her whispering comforts in my mother's language, long enough to settle her into a new, but more comfortable amnesia. Some mornings I agree to practice the anthem with my new family. Mold their mouths Canadian like wet clay, my cold, graying hands sigh under their fresh black. We repeat and repeat, and I've almost carved all the immigrant away when Hubble makes a joke about men. Something about how loud they are with their fear. And she laughs her body laugh, and shatters the mold of her new mouth into a milky way, and she sings the anthem the way a Yemeni woman ought, in a dancing lilt, in an accent Trudeau would break fast with. Some mornings, this country is a hospitable cot of bones, a stiff frame of dead things suffocated by fluff and smoke and a blanket of ghosts. Some mornings, I write a poem and the smoke clears. Some mornings, I speak the poem and the blanket of ghosts lifts from my student's shoulders. Some mornings, Canada is a place I speak and do not die. Some mornings, I remember hip-hop and jazz were born out of this dirt too. On this island, Turtle Island, I am a humbled guest of infinite shades of survival. Some mornings, I remember a border is a line. Some mornings, I remember gender is a border. Some mornings, I taste the sweat of sun and dance, and there is no thirsting man or sacrifice or gun, although I've known it all. Some mornings, I say truth and reconciliation and I look up the history of whose spine I have crushed under my boot, and I take a step off, and I ask for forgiveness, and I do not celebrate the day my boot made contact at the very least. I learn my demon's language, investigate its path into my body, and I fill the holes with the yellow laugh of truth. Some mornings I am so at home in my own body, I do not need a nation. Some mornings, my body is a nation. Some mornings, I do not have an opinion on race or war or power because I've seen my people jump off cliffs and land feet first. Some mornings, Canada is my people. Some mornings, Canada asks me to prove it. Some mornings, I meditate and breathe. 
and honor the complexities of it all. I float back to center. My alhamdulillah are kissed to the sun with open palms. Some mornings this country is my open palms. A black and brown and queer offering of love to a new day, always to a new day. Nazra Adam is our guest today on Wax Poetic on Vancouver Co-op Radio CFRO 100.5 FM. Yeah, well, that poem blew me away when I heard it last yeah. week, and it it really uh, moves me now too. It's like thank you for sharing that. I just, thank you. The language, just the, aside from the the sentiment of it, mm. um, but the language too. I mm. think the language is so beautiful there. Like the borders, it's a line. Gender is mm-hmm. just a border, mm-hmm. or, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just all these constructs mm-hmm. that we've got absolutely you know that we take not take for well, i guess we take for granted but assume that are real mm-hmm. and then if we examine them yeah like what why do we even have this yep. thought of yep. you know of all these things and i mean we can figure out why but I mean, right. it's like holy crap I, right you know i love poems that challenge my assumptions mm-hmm. and like oh i never thought of that right oh I, and I, so i appreciate that yeah. aspect of it very much too Thank yeah, they give you. you other ways to look at it, and then mm. they invite you to examine it in your own ways yeah. as well, mm-hmm. right? And bring your own experience to those things that are assumptions. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, that's real. I think so much of um, my like internal, spiritual, and like emotional, mental work that kind of um, becomes a responsibility if you're a poet that's trying to like say true things <laughs> um, and then be a human that, that <laughs> is living those true things. Um, it's I realize just all, you know, we talk about boxes all the time. We talk about stereotypes and kind of being confined. But I think what has really been shocking me is how deeply um, those ideas and teachings have just, like, violated what I actually know to be true. Like, instead of kind of looking at them as these external things, I've been like, oh, my God, I believe, like, I'm, I'm sexist. Like, I'm slut-shaming right now. Like, I'm, like, you you know, we um, think about uh, how they kind of do the oppressing. And and very rarely I was thinking about, like, how I'm inflicting that and, like, and still reinforcing a lot of those things subconsciously, unconsciously, Mm -hmm. what have you. Um, And so it's been, it's kind of even yuckier when when you... Um, stop raging outwardly and have to start raging inwardly because mm-hmm. um, uh, you're like why am I continuously perpetuating some of these things and ideas against myself like I'm like mm-hmm. like why am I homophobic against myself how did that happen um, and I think that's that's been um, being able to name the external has helped me name the internal and how it's like affecting it so these these um Every morning, kind of this poem just felt like every morning, I'm like, it's a different perspective that I'm that I'm being forced to take on myself and like on the world. Because when things are being attacked so con- like mm-hmm. consistently, you're like, you're like constantly every day having, you know, this morning, what is my outlook on this world? Because <laughs> tomorrow it's going to be different when I wake up. Yeah, it brings that moment to moment into it with that repeated this morning, yeah. this morning. Yeah. And I liked your examples of... Um, the things that make you go, oh, wait a minute, mm. what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Oh, what are my friends doing? What does mm-hmm. that mean that the men are too loud? Like, what mm-hmm. is that? 
Yeah, like where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Right? How long has it been around too? Like how long have we been this in the, in the same cycles, talking to elders and talking to kids and just being like, oh, we're we're all, yeah, we're all doing the same shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and just over and over and over again. Um, but what 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 are the outcomes and and the intention versus outcome and like what what we um yeah what what are our what are our roles in all of it mm-hmm. i think that's all i want to ask is what what role are you playing because then you could do the rest on your own i'm not here to like help nobody come to their truth <laughs> other than this i'm gonna ask you a question and um because i'm asking myself that question right. so let's ask it in the same room and like whatever yeah. comes of it that's you but i'm gonna ask you a question yeah i mean I'm, my favorite poems or a lot of my favorite poems have are questions yeah you know there's like here's what happened and then now why do we do this why right. do we do, how did this happen why right. do we, this happening and yeah then, you know because then it opens up a conversation whether you're doing it live or somebody reading it and it's true they have the potential to look at well now what do we do with that question yeah because nobody likes myself? to be told yeah what to do mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or like who they are or they want to be told what to do because they don't want to do the work so do you've the asked work. them right, the right. question so they're like okay so you've asked me this question and i want to answer it so can you help me with that tell me that help can me. you tell me how do i do that how do i do that just teach me mm-hmm. teach me instead of trying to learn it on their own right yeah we can help each other yeah we can but help each we other we definitely don't want to uh put that labor on the people who are asking the questions who are most affected by it yeah it's exhausting <laughs> i'm like realize that i'm not unless you pay me tuition like i'm not the one <laughs> i'm not i work a workshop <laughs> drop 250 on the table we can do <laughs> So is it working for yourself when you question yourself? Is it working? Um, have sometimes. you seen changes in your... I have. I have seen. I've seen changes um, in my patience. I know that it's working because I'm more patient and because I more readily try and like my reaction is to think about how the per like what is making the person what has brought the person to the idea that is coming out of their mouth yeah. <laughs> or Being or curious. their action curiosity wow yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing it really is because because then you're immediately um you're immediately in this place where there's no judgment um and i've been i'm like i'm growing up because i'm less judgmental i'm still judgmental <laughs> but i'm less judgmental um as a first response yes. um even if later i get in my feelings and then i try and come back i've been looking at um i'm now more diligent about about my reactions and like and uh, taking the time to realize what I'm feeling and like name it and then um, figure out what I need in in uh, quicker. Mm-hmm. And I, so now I know that like when I am also able to let go of people, like the idea, this has saved my life, the idea that nobody does anything because of somebody else. We only do things like for us, right? Nobody's trying to to hurt us and i mean sometimes that's that's a layered thing but but that it's all projections um and that if there's a problem there's something i need to look at in myself because i've you know um energetically i know that what goes out comes back and and so i've just been able to be a lot more specific about the energy that I'm expelling mm-hmm. um, so that I know that what comes back is 
isn't harming me. Um, because if I can put out that compassion and I can put out that patience and I can put out um, the empathy, uh, I just because science, that's what that's that's what's gonna come back, right? right? right. Um, so, but not reacting, and I and I, I have a lot of mental illness stuff, and and when I was younger, the high school and and stuff was really hard because it was like you are constantly trying to get through that that um that voice right that's telling you all these all these things um about why that person is acting the way they're acting towards you it's because you're this you're not enough right, of this or you're right. too much of that you're this and this instead of it instead being of it stuff. being like yeah and being mm-hmm. their their thing and and yeah, being able to separate and create those healthy boundaries so um curiosity and um empathy uh and um there's there's one more in there nuance. somewhere and nuance there we go mm-hmm. yes the whole thing and nuance mm-hmm. um uh it it builds you know smoother smoother interactions. So not all of them are smooth, but I'm working on on getting them a little bit smoother. Just yeah. looking at my reaction. I think that's really important these days because we're doing a lot of calling out. Yeah. And if we're curious about each other, then we're going to lead to more empathy. We're going to get stories that's rather enough. than making assumptions, right? Yeah. So then we're not reinforcing those assumptions that then have to be examined, like RC was talking about. Yep. And if we get stories, then we're not silencing each other. And nobody yeah. likes to be silenced. So when you silence somebody, they get angry. angry. And then yep. it's going to come. I mean, not that I think that Nazis shouldn't be silenced, but <laughs> I draw a line there. <laughs> so we've got time probably for one more piece from oh, you. Amazing. So let's uh, take a listen. If you're just joining, Joining us now, uh, our guest today is Nasser Adam. And uh, if you are just joining us now, don't forget you can listen to this program later on. Either go to the Co-op Radio archives and search out Wax Poetic and take a listen there. And also this program will be up on iTunes as a podcast. Thanks to DF Perizo for helping us with that. So uh, you can listen to Nasser there as well. Shout out. Thank you to Duncan Perizo. Yay! So this is a this is a fun poem dedicated to um, black girls. <laughs> a little black girl practices choreography on a Brooklyn street corner, full out because I know she knows Missy Elliott is making music videos again. <laughs> I watch her turn her body into an impossible octave, shake high, drop low, roll everything in between in a tight eight. Suddenly, I'm 10 and desperate to stunt. Chicken noodle soup it. Shabuya, shabuya, roll call it. Beyonce circa dangerously in love. Uh Uh-oh, 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 (laughs) uh-oh. Instead, I cross the street, all grown again. Smiles slowly descending from my cheeks as I wonder how much longer her hips will read, girl. Child, do not touch how much longer this block will allow her blood to move without spilling it. How many mothers she knows that will call her out her name because their sons fell for a girl in charge of her body and drunk on its music. Which men call themselves men, family, harmless with fingers crossed at their back and what shorts is she wearing when they do? What do we owe our babies if not the same safety as the womb the same freedom to be water and that which contains it. These questions are rhetorical. One, because the girl in the corner are long gone. Two, because I am the girl, grown into mostly shadow, mostly smoke, 
mostly somebody's baby girl outside, inside a black gray idea of a woman who would much rather be 10, dance battling the flyest boy in the sixth grade and slaying, <laughs> of course. Rather be gay both ways, without, instead, regardless of anyone's irreverent God or holy place, what then do we do with all this magic? All this irrefutable shine and juke and blessing we say. Black girl dance, black girl step, black girl wind it up, black girl sweat and clap and sing and sweat and clap and sing because stagnant is not in your name, never has been. Black girl, if the world knows anything, it knows your rhythm. Black girl child, if the world fears anything, it is your joy, for it is that which shifts the earth into newness each day. Always everything's mother and nobody's child except today. When Missy Mistamina reminds us of our birthright to work it. <laughs> and Mama Bay dresses us in her finest leotard. Smooths down our baby hairs while we pop it to the infectious percussion of Serena Williams' thigh clap. And we come home to our bodies. Drunk on their music. And fearless. And laughing. And alive. And alive, and our own. Yeah, that's some truth. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, where did you study, or did you? Um, where did I study? I went to McEwen University. Took theater arts. Um, it was a two-year diploma. Technically, I didn't graduate because I didn't do the options courses, but, <laughs> but I did the arts part. So That's the ones you wanted to do. Yeah, I just left. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, no, it was something else. I didn't, but during that, that's when I started poetry, actually. Mm. It was when I started. Now, you said something about truth, and that's why yes. I said the truth at the end of that one. Mm. Do you find that poetry lends itself better to truth than other Oh my gosh, yeah, it's like the responsibility of poetry. Like, I feel like there's so much, like, like of the responsibility that we have, um, like, once we, once we opened our mouths and figured out that sound can come out, mm. and that's how we communicate. It's the word, right? And it's the, it's the distillation of the human experience. And it's like, it's, it's the, it's the beginning of we're the ones who have always asked questions um, because we felt the need for the answers mm -hmm. and and I know that um, whenever I'm I'm kind of a little extra but when I talk to young people and I'm like oh you want to be a poet oh yeah yeah you want to be a poet all right truth <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that's what you're signing up for right. um, <laughs> and that means that means you're gonna have to do all that all that icky gross you're not gonna be the emperor. work you don't get the, to not yeah. you, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna fight it means you're gonna fight so okay that's yeah. a great place to leave it because yes. we're out of time look at that um, no apologies necessary is always really great because they always say to us afterwards it's okay you guys just finish when you finish yeah. and we don't mind if you go a little bit over but you know we try I to mind. finish we I try mind. to finish I know you gotta get back to work you're on your lunch break every day doing hey. this that is commitment look at that mm -hmm. yeah Aww. yeah so um, just two quick uh, three quick events um Shane Koizan is in town on Friday night it's uh, sold out so it's can't sold go. out but where is it 
At the Vogue Theatre. At the Vogue Theatre. But if you already have a ticket, know that there will be a special treat. RC will be opening up ah. as well. Fernando Reguero. Fernando Reguero, because Ooh. they all started up at the same time as Shane. You guys were coming up together anyway. So Shane's got you two coming, opening up for them. And then on Sunday, we've got Poetic Justice with Lilia Vallas and Candice James. And on Monday, Julia Pileggi is featuring at Van Slam. Mm-hmm. And tonight, UBC Slam is happening at Benny's Bagels. If you can't go to Angela Davis, uh, Optimus Rhyme is the feature, but and Angela Davis is tonight at the Queen Elizabeth Theatre. Uh, Nasser Adams, thank mm-hmm. or Adam, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having so me. So glad to have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people want to find you online. Where can they? Um, Nasser Adam on YouTube and Nasser Adam Page on Facebook. And that's N A S R A A D E M. Yes. I'm Pam Bentley. I'm R C Weslowski. No apologies necessary. Coming up next. You've been listening to Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO, 100.5 FM. So what? So what? So what? So what?